You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is The Coffee Hour, and we get to share stories of our friends who have been serving in all parts of the world and uh, how is the global pandemic impacting how they serve as well. Uh, Just thrilled to get to share all these stories with you. Today, we head to South Korea. We head to Seoul, South Korea, Korea, where we meet the Wasmans. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. And in full disclosure, this is pre-recorded so that we can uh, make sure that uh, we're working in all the time zones and not making <laughs> anyone uh, be awake at three in the morning in order to to mm-hmm. join us for the coffee hour. So uh, recording in the evening here, but morning there in South Korea. Seoul, South Korea. Uh, joining us today, Matt and Didi Wasman. Matt and Didi, welcome to the Coffee Hour. Thank you. Thank you for having us. We're happy to be here. So Matt and Didi serve along with their daughters, Lily and Olivia, in Seoul, South Korea. Matt serves as the Strategic Volunteer Coordinator for East Asia for the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Matt, tell us, um, tell us about the work that you've been given to do in Seoul, South Korea. So essentially, it deals with our different ministry partners, schools, churches, English centers that we have in the Asia region. And so one of my main responsibilities is to work to support and facilitate other missionaries that come and serve in those different at those different ministry sites and to serve as a liaison between them and the partners that they're working with on site. And so that's, I would say, probably one of the principal aspects of of what I do as a volunteer coordinator. I also work with short-term mission teams that come and serve in Asia. We currently aren't, don't have very many of those coming out for (laughs) obvious reasons. And and in fact, it's something that we were trying to, as they say, ramp up a little more uh, prior to all of this uh, happening. And uh, so we look forward to seeing how, how the Lord may open up opportunities for that in the future. Tell us about the community around you in Seoul. What, uh, at least before before the pandemic uh, affected us all worldwide, uh, tell us about the community where you are and, and the people that surround you every day. Yes, we are very blessed to live in a real blue-collar area of Seoul in downtown Seoul. Years ago, there was a seminary, a Lutheran seminary that was on the property here, and it got too large so they moved just south of Seoul and so where we actually live is in the location of that seminary that previous seminary that was here so we live in um, this blue collar area very close to the main train station of Seoul Seoul station we also live um, near markets we do everything on foot we don't have a car we haven't had a car since we lived here so we get around either by foot or or by bus or subway, just real actual city living, which we really enjoy. Tell us about um, how the recent global pandemic has impacted the community where you live and serve. We were thinking about this since the beginning of this epidemic and 
perhaps something that we've noticed is having an outbreak like this is not necessarily new to Asia in general, certainly to Korea either. Right before we moved to Asia, we first went to serve with LCMS in Taiwan in 2003, and that was on the heels of the SARS epidemic. And uh, we were great, grateful to be able to go and actually be deployed at that time. And so we were kind of experiencing the after shock of that in Taiwan. And then uh, about three years after we moved to Seoul, maybe using five years after we moved to Seoul, we were experiencing the MERS uh, crisis. And so we, we've seen those two situations and seen how Asian countries have responded to those. And also, maybe this is also helpful for our, our, the listeners to understand is that in Asia, it's very common and acceptable to wear face masks, also to maintain a certain level of, of distancing, I should say in certain parts of Asia, not all of Asia, in East Asia where we serve. And so to, to greet someone with a bow is certainly more acceptable than with a handshake. Uh, to wear a mask, if you may be feeling a little under the weather, is very expected. And uh, this kind of uh, mentality that we have, uh, many Americans, right, to want to, you know, shake someone's hand or even hug someone or get close, uh, those are, that is not so common here. So how has this impacted your family? Is everyone well, everyone healthy? Yes, um, praise God, we are all well and healthy. The girls have been out of school. They both attend brick and mortar school, so they have been out of school since late February, about the third week of February. But praise God, Lily, our oldest, is expected to return to school on Friday. So we're very excited about that. We're very thankful that the disease is under control somewhat, to the most part here. So we're very excited to resume resume life. But yes, we have been healthy and well. And for the vast majority, we have known of a few people who have contracted the disease, but we, we don't know them ex- personally, and they've recovered. So praise God. Yeah, that's wonderful. How has your your daily life been? Has it has your daily life been affected at all, or has it uh, other than other than the girls not being able to go to school, or or have things uh, not been too bad in the last uh, several months? Part of my uh, service here is to, as I mentioned earlier, support and facilitate ministry missionaries that are serving in other parts of East Asia. So prior to this, I would travel regularly to Taiwan to Hong Kong, to Bangkok, and work again with the missionaries that, that are there. And so since January, I have not had the opportunity to do that. Now, that's been a mixed blessing, of course, because I, I do not get to interact with them. So I miss that. I, uh, that that's a very important part of, of, of my work. But at the same time, it's been nice to, to be home and spend more consecutive time with the family. Hmm. Tell us about your, your your congregation, the church where you attend, and uh, and how congregation life has been different in the last couple of weeks. Probably like most of you all, we are online with our worship services. We do have an international community. We've been online doing our worship services since the 1st of March. But we do have an international community. About a third to a half of our congregation is Korean, but they are English-speaking Koreans. 
that attend. Um, and then the rest of our congregation is from all over the world, which is, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So during this time, we were reflecting and we've been able to get more congregants involved through our online service. So we asked different different members to read and different members to even sing and different members to make a greeting at the close of our service. So we've actually been able to involve a lot of people that normally wouldn't volunteer to go in front of the congregation, but they feel more comfortable online, just kind of being anonymous um, to some degree. So we've been excited about that, actually. How, Matt, you mentioned that your work usually involves travel, and so you have the opportunity to be home. Um, Are there other things that you're able to focus on in your work during this time since you're uh, somewhat homebound, not able to travel? Hmm. Well, this actually has also to do with the International Lutheran Church, where we attend. And so I've been able to work more closely with our pastor, Reverend Carl Hansen, who actually has just been deployed to serve here since the fall of last year. He and his family have been serving in Asia for over 20 years. And so I would say that being more grounded here locally, we've had more occasion to interact even on a daily basis. We have been, I would say, developing a more effective way to communicate with members of the congregation, not just for not just related to the the online services, but just for ways to how to, what plans do we have for the future for for what this may look like when we're done uh, through this situation. Uh, We've also been doing some kind of menial tasks that that are nonetheless really important, like working on the the church constitution or the bylaws, (laughs) things that are just super exciting, I know. (laughs) But, But these are things that were just really on the back burner and have enabled us to to look at these now. Maybe something else, too, is uh, I also have been tasked with looking at our crisis management for the region, some specific scenarios. And so being able to dedicate a little more time to that, to sit down, work on some templates, interact with some of our local missionaries has been uh, another, I guess, gift of, of being here locally in Seoul and not on the road as much. It's kind of interesting how this pandemic has provided some uh, blessings in disguise, some unique opportunities that we might not have seen um, without uh, having the opportunity to pause or put aside the things that, that normally keep us busy and, and spend more time in one place and, and, and slow down, I gather. What are some things that, uh, how can we pray for you? How can we support you in the days ahead? Oh, well, I think the prayers in some way are the the same prayer that we're asking our Father to bless us with uh, around the world is that uh, we may all pull through this uh, together and and be stronger for it. Um, The the church at large, the church locally there in America, very grateful for the, the supporting congregations and individuals who have reached out to us and have inquired about us who continue to support us in different ways. Uh, so we would ask that those prayers continue for safety, for full recovery. And we pray that that whatever new connections that, that we've been able to make at this time, and some which we haven't really had a chance to talk about today, but that those connections may continue, that they may strengthen and deepen, and for ultimately 
that uh, when we get through this, we can look back and, and certainly give give glory to God. Well, at any point we give glory to God, uh, but that that people who maybe don't understand that his sovereignty can can uh, join us in, in recognizing that uh, his hand is in all of this. And uh, we are grateful to to support each other. And so for those who don't know that that good news that that we have in Christ, the hope that we have in our our salvation. Uh, so that's certainly a prayer that that's not uncommon uh, for the mission of the church. Matt and Didi Wasman serve for East Asia for the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod living in Seoul, South Korea. Matt and Didi, thank you so much for joining us on the Coffee Hour today. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Wow.